Uh, hello. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Steroids Are Good. Um, joining you guys today on a Wednesday here with Lapel Dex. How are you doing today, Dex? Hey, I'm doing well today. How are you doing? Pretty Prashanta? good, man. You know, everything's the same, but, you know, hopefully things will start opening up soon safely and, you know, we can actually start watching some sports and stuff like that again. Uh, I did want to thank our listeners. You know, we'd had a good, we had a good uh, week this week in terms of getting questions from our listeners. A bunch of great, yes, uh, thank a, a bunch you of great thank questions from a bunch of our listeners. So thank you a lot for that. And we're actually going to start off with that. So I know that we kind of had a, we had a few, so we kind of wanted to go over a lot of, seemed like there was a lot of basketball and football related questions. So, you know, if you guys want to send stuff. Funny because yeah. we were told <laughs> That only thing we talk about is basketball and football, but the only questions we got were basketball and football. Yeah, if you guys want to send other stuff, yeah, definitely do that as well. So I guess the first one that we can start off with is uh, Jonathan's questions. Jonathan Barry, you got uh, Jonathan. You sent us a couple of questions last week on Wednesday. You were the first to send us questions, so we're gonna start off with yours. So you had a couple of questions sent in here. Jonathan had a couple of questions sent in here. Do you have those pulled up in front of you, Dex? Uh, no, not at the moment. And just to let all of our listeners know, we might not get to all of your questions. And I know you guys might have sent more in, but we're picking the ones that came in first. So first come, yeah. first serve. So if you want your questions to be actually on the podcast and us address it, you send them in as yeah, soon as you can. Steroids are good podcast at gmail.com. Oh. Nice and simple for you guys. What is it again? Steroids are good podcast at gmail.com. Very simple. Jonathan, yeah, Jonathan Barry. This is one that he he sent out. Jonathan, just to let you know, I love the question Kobe versus LeBron, but that would take up a whole yeah. show, buddy. I'm so sorry. Yeah, we for sure. Do this. Um, we have way too many to address, but we will get to it. I promise yeah, you that, Jonathan. Uh, the first question this week, oh, you know, with, uh, with you know the last dance ending and potential restart to the league and stuff like that. So you know, if next week is a little yes. slower or something like that, and there's not as much stuff, then we might we might devote like an entire episode or at least like half an episode to that or something but yeah that's something that's going to take some we could definitely do that so the other questions that jonathan had was the first one was about uh, how do we feel about cam newton not being picked up by a team yet so i'm gonna let you start off with that dex i know that you've addressed this a little bit so why don't you start off with that one yeah i feel cam is very versatile um he has a very you know murky kind of questionable health factor to him where i feel like he's an mvp candidate every single year when healthy um he could definitely make moves he is a chain mover he's a a third down you know running back slash quarterback if you need him to be he has a nice arm he can read blitzes i feel like in the right situation this man can do really really well where I feel like what happened with Cam is that there are so many really good quarterbacks that got drafted this year and the year before. And to where a lot of teams don't want to bring in a vet with that much star power that will come and bring up so much problems for a younger quarterback or a quarterback that's established. And so I feel like, and Cam said it himself, he said, I want to be a starter. You know, I want to come in as a starter, not a backup. And so with that, you know, Andy Dalton, you know, he's good with the Cowboys coming off the bench uh, unless they have a secret deal. I know Nick Foles is um, actually, you know, going back and forth with Chicago, seeing if he's going to start or not. But I do feel that Cam can be an MVP Super Bowl winning quarterback at least one year, one tenure. But I will not bet my team on him for the next decade. I just cannot do it. I'm sorry. I love Cam as a, you know, just pure athlete to athlete. But Sorry, buddy. You know, you're kind of a one and done for me. So um, what do you think about that, Prashant? What do you think about him not being him saying I want to start and not willing to come off? The I bench? agree with a lot of what you're saying, man, actually there. I agree with a lot of what you're saying. And I also think that there another aspect of it is that, uh, you know, as a, as you know, this whole situation with the coronavirus and everything goes on, um, you know, Cam hasn't been able to work out for teams or anything like that this uh, this uh, off season, you know, and you know, if he had been actually like playing last year, if he had just played last year and gotten cut or something like that, then it might not have been such an issue. But he missed this entire year and he hasn't been able to work out in person. So you know, the videos, you know, he looks nice in the videos or whatever. But unless you're actually there live, I'm sure that a team 
doesn't want to commit either the starting time or the money or anything like that to Cam without seeing that from him, you know? I think that's an issue. And I th also think, yeah, what you're talking about is in terms of a starter, like, you know, I think a lot of teams probably see themselves as having like a solidified starting quarterback, you know? I think how many teams can you honestly mention that probably have like questions that that probably even question themselves at the starting of the quarterback? I think now that, you know, the Bears got Nick Foles and, um, you know, the the Colts got um, Philip Rivers, even though I like Jacoby Brissett. I don't know why they brought in Philip Rivers. I like Jacoby Brissett. But, you know, I think a lot of teams address yeah. their needs at quarterback. You know, the Bucks getting Tom Brady, obviously, and all that. I think really the Patriots are the first team that come to mind with uh, that, um, you know, really might need a starting quarterback. But it looks like they're just going to roll with Jared Stone, who was the guy that they took in the sixth round last year. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe they are following the uh, plan of tanking and trying to get a quarterback in the draft next year or something like that. Trevor. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe they are trying to <laughs> tank for Trevor or Justin Fields or whoever else, you know. But, uh, yeah, I, yes, I really yes. don't see too many quarterback, too many teams that need a quarterback. Uh, what I could see as a potential thing is if a team get has a starter get injured or really play badly or something like that, like let's say Tennessee, Ryan Tannehill just starts struggling a lot or something like that. Let's say the Patriots start, like, you know, just never win, just start completely bombing games and, you know, Jared Stidham looks horrible and they're not even competitive. I think they would at least want to put like a respectable product out there on the field. So if something like that happens or, you know, if this guy gets injured or something like that, then Cam would maybe in the middle of the season sign with some, someone somewhere. But right now, as far as I think this offseason goes, I, don't, I, I unfortunately think that it's going to be a bit hard for him to find a landing spot with all those factors coming in there. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And to go and to piggyback off of that question, talking about quarterbacks that cannot get jobs in NFL, Jonathan asked another really, really intriguing question. Um, he asked, why hasn't Kaepernick been in Madden games as a free agent? Why has not? I'm, I'm honestly, why hasn't he? I mean, you see old quarterbacks at free agents. I play Madden. I play Madden 20. I play Madden 19. I have not seen Kaepernick one. And I think this was a, a, a big thing last year also that he he's not even in a free agent. The NFL is totally wiping their hands clean. We're, Ka we're calling Kaepernick to where the man can't even get a job in a video game. That is ridiculous. That's ridiculous to see. And I, I'm I'm kind of sad. I'm not kind of. I am very saddened about somebody that literally took a protest, uh, a, a peaceful protest, and stood for stuff that everybody is still talking about, still going about, uh, you know, with Ron Maude, you know, the, the black man that ran in, uh, I think it was Georgia, and he was jogging, and he got gunned down by uh two men two white men uh just for jogging the stuff that and it's there they're was, not even what this there was, was a, a, retired there was a lady officer. who got shot in her home while she was like sleeping or something like that or something like that exactly. like a little bit after her you know so i mean you know i think that's entirely it you know i think that you know once i think trump like started talking about him it became like a whole culture war type of issue you know and it became something that people yes, got really yes. emotional about and I think ultimately, like, he's not signed in the league because ultimately a lot of the owners are Trump supporters and stuff like that. And they're also not even not just Trump supporters, but they're also people who don't want to rock the boat and want to make as much money as possible and stuff like that, you know? And I think that ultimately, yes. like, Kaepernick is seen by a lot of people as, like, a potential liability for them in terms of, like, you know, he's saying something like he's, like, supposedly anti-police or whatever, even though he's just making a statement about not killing black not black people not getting killed and stuff like that so you know ultimately i think that you know it's kind of a cultural issue and it's kind of an issue that's become bigger than sports Definitely. and stuff like that so it it yeah it is bigger and and, and the thing that hurts me the most prashanta about about them saying that you know he's a liability like just for ratings wise i'm happy to let you guys know kaepernick colin kaepernick's 49er jersey is sold out you cannot buy a colin kaepernick jersey right now if they were to make one in china taiwan whatever and it was authenticated it's gone i will happen to let you know that the nike black kaepernick jersey sold out the first five minutes that it went to sell the shoes went sold out the first two minutes and anything that says colin kaepernick that he officially signs off of literally goes sold out within the two hours of it actually hitting market 
And so I don't want to hear I, it I'm, about he. Yeah, I'm not even a Niners himself. fan, and I have like a little. It's not like a jersey, but I have like a t-shirt <laughs> type of thing that you know, like Niners, and has Kaepernick and his number on the back and all those. I'm not yes. even a Niners fan, and I have that, you know, because I I support what he's doing and support like you know his his uh you know his mission and you know the protest that he did and all that stuff, you know. So I I don't know, man. I think that ultimately, like mm. a lot of people are just kind of like scared of this issue and a lot of people don't want to deal with this issue a lot of people disagree with him yes. unfortunately you know we live in a world where people have a, a negative opinion of him so you know we can't you know you know i think that ultimately they're just trying to put not put themselves in a situation where they can you know where they have a bunch of customers who are angry at them because they disagree with colin kaepernick or whatever so it's very unfortunate for him but i think ultimately he is going to be on the right side of history you know um you know muhammad ali he will, muhammad he ali was hated when he refused to go to vietnam and he's you know he's one of the most revered athletes of all time and stuff like that and now he's someone who's remembered for everything exactly. that he's done off the court so you know off the mm. ring i guess since it's boxing not the court but yeah yeah <laughs> off the ring you know outside of the ring so you know i think that you know genuine bravery and something like that is something that maybe you know there's there's going to be short-term negative consequences but in the long arc of history colin kaepernick is going to be remembered as someone who did a lot of great things so i think he's going to go down as big like a bigfoot kind of more like a Bigfoot type of like methodical creature. You know, they won't understand why he wouldn't get on the football team. But the last thing, other than the season where he was without offensive line coach as his head coach, Kyle Kaepernick was an NFC uh, every single year quarterback, championship quarterback, and then went to the Super Bowl one time and almost won it. And so he he will go down in history as what if. Like he probably could have won one. And I'm happy for Kaepernick. He released his book. You know, if anybody doesn't know, Kaepernick was an orphan. He he didn't have a he didn't he wasn't he wasn't raised by the parents that birthed him, um, so you know he had came a long way and so yeah I, just, I you know we're pulling for you Kaepernick thank you for kneeling for us and and standing at the same time because you decided to lose you decided to you know take a lot of athletes do that I'm sorry we say about LeBron James and it's not me hitting on him uh, I could go LeBron I could go Michael Jordan I could even go Kobe you guys know I love Kobe I could go for so many different superstar athletes they do it when they reach their peak of their of their height where they know they're untouchable but that first one and two and three years when they're just on their rookie contracts they do just not do anything and stand up um i there's so many times we've seen it on the last dance with jordan We've seen it uh, also with LeBron as of recently when lebron didn't say nothing against china because he has a billion dollar deal with china and so, you know, but Colin decided to forego everything. You know, he didn't know that he was going to sell out jerseys still and be this, this this methodical creature for civil rights. He didn't know that. He just knew that he wanted to stand up for something that was politically correct. And so I tip my hats off to you, Colin. Um, I know Prashanta stands with me in this and, you know, standing for social justice because that's the kind of guy, good guy Prashanta is. And that's why me and him have this show together because we might disagree about, you know, things. But, you know, when it comes down to political, I think me and Prashanta is pretty much on the, uh, in the same step when it comes down to these kinds of oh, things. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Man. Um, I agree with a lot of what you're saying there, you know, especially like, you know, someone like Jordan. LeBron has spoken about about some, you know, social issues. Like he spoke about Derek Gardner. Mm -hmm. He spoke about Ahmad Avery, who you're talking about, you know, got, who got shot like a couple yes. weeks ago. So he's spoken about, uh, about a lot of things. But, you know, he's someone who's pretty much LeBron is pretty much untouchable at this point. Right. So, you know, yes, yeah, he's he is untouchable. untouchable right? You can't like you know no one you know he's not gonna get blackballed in the way that Kaepernick is and Kaepernick took a legitimate risk and you know he did something that's truly genuinely very brave so I definitely do applaud him for that um you know so that got a little serious there but you know hopefully that yeah hopefully we can have some a little more uh you know interesting and less uh, heavy discussion with the next one I just want to let you guys know, Prashanta is very, very smart. Me and him uh, do talk sports, but we could go down those avenues. We we decide to stay on sports because we both love sports and love to talk about it. But we can go deeper into these things. Um, just letting you guys know that I uh, Prashanta's not to interrupt you, but um, one of our fans. Let's go. For, uh, I'm gonna go to Trevor. Trevor Stevens. He literally asked us, Prashanta, when are we gonna be on YouTube? 
or are we available? I mean, on YouTube? I think the plan is right now we're gonna we're gonna see how how what kind of response we get from you know the fans and stuff like that. You know, we don't want to just be on YouTube and you know not have anyone engage with us or anything like that. So you know, we want to build up the show exactly. a little bit. So you know, tell your friends about the show, guys. You know, do all the stuff that we're saying. Subscribe. Uh, you know five stars rate and comment blah 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 all that stuff you know once we build the show up a little bit i think you know we definitely do want to have like maybe you can do like a once once a week podcast and once a week like a youtube show if the show gets big enough or something like that you know something like that maybe i think yes. would be interesting but yeah right now we are just kind of waiting to build the show you know build the show up a little bit and get a little more uh, audience before we start doing all that so trevor did also have a question about uh, you know, sports stuff. So he was asking if we see the Warriors winning another championship with this core group. So I, uh, I think I'm going to start off with this one since you did start off with the last one, Dex. So, so I Take think it, that sir. there's a lot of factors that go into this, right? Ultimately, there's you have to look at the health of Steph and Clay, right? Steph is someone who's kind of been unhealthy for pretty much his whole career he's had you know different types of issues his pretty much his whole career so you know as he does get older as he does you know kind of like not as he does kind of like um you know continue to age and stuff like that you know as you age your body doesn't exactly get stronger and stuff like that you know it's gonna continue to have those like different wear and tear and stuff like that happen to him so can Steph stay healthy that's one that's probably the number one thing the other thing is, and I know that I rag on him a lot, Andrew Wiggins. I don't think he's a winning player. I don't think you can win a lot if he's on your team. Maybe the Warriors and Steve mm-hmm. Kerr and the rest of those guys, that environment is so good that they can turn him into a winning type of player. But I don't know. It's been years in the league, and I haven't seen it yet so far. You know, the one year he was in the playoffs, the entire team kind of fell apart like less than a year later with Jimmy Butler and that whole situation that went down. So I really don't know about that. Maybe they can trade him, you know, the – People have conspiracy theories that they're trying to trade him for Giannis or whatever. I don't know why the Bucks would do that. There's much better trades for him out there, I think. So yeah, there's all of that, <laughs> and I also and also there isn't a factor of this is kind of an an external factor, not even really basketball related, but there's a potential here that the salary cap could drop could dramatically decrease next year. That's what you know. I've, I've listened to a lot of basketball like shows and try to follow the news and stuff like that. You know, there's a lot of lost revenue that's being lost right now. Players are taking a pay, uh, cut on their paychecks and stuff like that. So, you know, the Warriors already have a very high salary cap. They already pay their players a lot of money. So, you know, if the salary cap goes down and they might potentially have to pay, you know, tens, 20, you know, how many, however many million, tens of millions of dollars in extra luxury tax money you know that's a potentially very bad situation they might not be able to add more talent because while they do have those all-stars and Steph and Clay and Draymond they you still need other guys around them as we saw last year when a couple guys got injured they weren't really able to field a good team in the finals so you know I think that you know that was a you know I talked for a while there but that's kind of the factors that I think that I think I like it. I, I don't I like know it. That if they can win a title, but I think that I think a lot has to go right for you to win a title. And I think that with all that's happening, I don't necessarily know that that's going to happen. But I think that they can be a competitive team for sure. What do you think of that, man? I think I think with this core group, um, with the development of their players, um, I feel they can, they have one more in them. I feel like their backcourt of you know with Clay with Steph. I know you said Steph has been injury written most of all of his career, uh, but I feel and you might I, I don't know. Maybe I'm a prisoner of the time, but I feel like the quarantine makes me look at players a little differently. And I think we really do underappreciate Clay Thompson. I feel like Clay Thompson is like really underappreciated. This man in his own right has the single quarter record for points scored in the game for a quarter this man goes back and forth with steph curry for uh record uh three-point uh attempts yeah and for sure in the man game. i mean he's been thought of as like the second or like third guy on a championship team for a while now but like i think that you know if mm-hmm. he was on his own team that it probably wouldn't be as good as if he, if he was the best player on his own team or something like that but i think that if he had been over his career he'd probably be thought of as someone on the level of at least like a reggie miller or ray allen because those guys did lead their own exactly teams, but they ultimately never you know they ultimately never won a championship as the main guy i don't think reggie and 
But Reggie did take Jordan seven. We yeah, yeah, we, last we did. We did see, <laughs> he did, we did take Jordan that seven. Week. But yeah, I think that ultimately, like yes. right now, he, I, 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 yeah, I agree with you that Clay is a little underrated. I think that you know this is an interesting thing to uh, think about, man. Do you think that he's a Hall of Famer right now? Do you think that right now he's a Hall of Famer? Oh, but, oh, for sure, for sure, hands down, hands down. I would, I will always put Clay, even though they didn't, even though they snubbed him for the All Defensive All. All offense team also, so he couldn't get that uh, that super max that he so richly does deserve. Clay Thompson is a Hall of Famer. I don't care if he plays another game. That man is a Hall of Famer, and I, I dare anybody. That's a good question, Prashanta. You will have to. You can. You if Steph is number one, and you put Ray Allen as number two, purest shooters that you ever seen in your life. Kevin Durant has one of the prettiest shots I've seen in my life, also. You still have Clay top five all time shooting, and so and you and you you cannot tell me an all time top shooting, you know guard cannot be in the Hall of Fame. I'm I'm sorry. Um, I I it's not me being a homer. It's not if you take Clay and you put him with LeBron James, that's a championship. If you take Clay and you put him with Giannis Antetokounmpo, that's a championship. If you take Clay and put him with Kawhi Leonard, that's a championship. You put take Clay and put him with Luka Doncic, that's a championship. Wherever that man goes, a ring follows with him. And I'm telling you that right now. And that's something to be heard of. I think when they say, uh, I think because I heard of the last dance when they talk about Scotty being like the best, you know, um, the best. Um, uh, Robin of all time, the best, uh, you know, support player, you know, secondary of all time. You know, I don't put Kobe in there because him, Kobe and Shaq were in their own right, their own respective superstars. Clay, I think Clay's challenging Scotty for that one, Prashanta, because I, he might not be as versatile as Scotty was um, defensive wise. But Clay is a very good defender, I, and there's no way Scotty catches up to uh, Clay in shooting I don't, purposes. I, I, I don't no see way. it yet, man. I think that if Clay, you know, Clay, Clay's still a young man. He still has time in his career. I think that he still has time to get there. But I think that Scotty is still pretty ahead of me, pretty ahead of him for me in that regard. Just because of again, they did have more. The the Bulls do have at this point more of a longevity. We don't know. Maybe the Warriors have another run mm. in them, and they end up winning like you know a few more championships or something like that. That's entirely possible, of course. But like. <laughs> Right now, I just think that, like, you know, Scotty's resume is, like, so impressive that I think that at this point it is. It, 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 is, it is impressive. But one thing I do have to tell you, Prashanta, I, I, I want to catch you on that one because you try to catch me on this. And I, he, if nobody understand, Prashanta is real slick, y'all. He will put in some slip that I, Let's get one thing straight about the Warriors. Their athleticism will leave. But one thing that doesn't go away is your jump shot. That's one thing that never goes away. That never, never goes away. And that's what Steph Curry and Clay Thompson's game is predicated on, is literally their shooting ability. So I, always until I, they I retire. I agree with that, man. But a lot of, like, the Warriors' offense is, like, running around on screens and stuff like that. There's a lot of, like, you know, things like that that's happening. And, you know, ultimately that is going to decrease. And, you know, your jump shot, you kind of need, like, your athleticism and literally jump. You know, jump is in the name of it, you know. You do need... Yeah, they don't yeah. leave the floor. They don't leave the floor when they do, when they shoot. No, they don't. When they shoot three pointers, they don't leave the floor. They their legs literally don't leave the gr the ground. Like you know how Reggie, you and me both discussed this a while ago. You know how Reggie kicks out yeah, when yeah. he shoots that three pointer, and then Ray runs off that screen. He he does that perfect like L shaped form shot, but he lifts up off the floor. Steph and Clay do not leave the floor when they want to shoot a three. They don't have to. It's just pop lock and drop the ball inside the net. So I feel you might, I say, I guarantee you at least one more championship. I could get, you guys mark me. I could guarantee you one more championship at least through that core. But they can, I agree with Prashanta. They're not doing it with Andrew Wiggins. They, 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 I don't believe, I, I'm sorry. I can't, they turned JaVel McGee to a legit like big man. They, Andrew Wiggins, I'm sorry, Andrew Wiggins. Uh, you're I mean, they a have a nice they, they have a potentially you're high draft pick this year. They 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 might be able to do something. They might be able to do something if they get a if they get a good young player who's you know going to be cheap because he's from the draft or whatever. They might be able to they might be able mm. to do something with that. You know, if they can get a good player. But yeah, right now, I, uh, yeah, I think that they need to make some moves. But it is possible they still have a lot of good player. You know, obviously Steph and Clay are very good. And yeah. Draymond, I think ultimately this year has shown that. Draymond isn't like 
a star a star necessarily i think that he is ultimately a complimentary <laughs> yeah, piece yeah. and you know while there is a discussion to have about whether clay should be in the hall of fame or not and he probably will end up getting there i don't think draymond is ultimately going to get there because i think this this season has really shown that you know what's he averaging like seven points six rebounds four assists something like that something like that right i think that yeah. ultimately this season yeah. has shown that he is kind of like a complimentary piece and not and not like a real star to himself so yeah Giannis, <coughs> Giannis out of the Kubo. Yeah, comes, I mean that that, uh, that is their problems. plan. There's been a lot of rumors and whispers and stuff like that about him, and you know that is their plan. And I think that the way they got KD just made everyone afraid that they could get they, they could, that it's possible and they can get anyone. But <laughs> yes, I just I don't see it, man. What are they? What are the Bucks taking back for him? Because I think that they can get they can get much better packages elsewhere. I think from other teams. So you know. They can, but the whole point about it, LeBron made it like this for these, and that's why I tip my hat up to Brown for that. Brown Bond helped a lot of players out with this. He made it to where, hey, they can get a lot more from other teams, but does Giannis want to go to those teams? Who will lock somebody down on that year, uh, for that year championship don't, run, or don't you think one and four? Because he that, will like, vote. Don't you think like someone could pull like a Toronto or something like that, right? And just be like, we don't care. Maybe he will leave after a year or something like that. Yeah, I think, oh, yeah, I for think sure. that for sure. is. I think even something like that is even more likely than them trading him to the Warriors because I just think that the way the Warriors have been like trying to portray themselves as oh we're smarter than everyone, we're better than everyone. I think that that has like put a lot of sour like kind of like a sour taste in the mouth of everyone and i don't think that a team is just going to be like you know we're just going to trade him because he wants to go there you know i think that the bucks even even if he wants to leave which i honestly don't necessarily think that he will because i think that the bucks once you know i think that it looks like the, the we are going to have a playoffs this year we are going to have some sort of conclusion to the season it's starting to look like that you know news is coming out about that we'll talk about that a little bit later but i think that i think that you know yes. unless there's some sort of injury or something like that i think that the bucks are going to do pretty well in the playoffs too this year whenever they start so you know once that happens i'm i'm just thinking man i don't i honestly don't even know that he leaves and he might be one of like the first superstars of this generation to actually sign that extension and not leave is what i think i don't know i think that the i think everybody wants to well people don't say they want to be a warrior but pretty much everybody wants to be a warrior they've seen the crowd they've seen the the hype I can only, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be able to take it, Prashanta, if Giannis came to the Warriors. That'd be too much threes, too many dunks. I I, it's, I don't know. It'd be like a, a Shaq coming to the Warriors. You know, he'll murder the middle while Clay and Steph is right there in the back. And you got Draymond being the enforcer. I think that'd be something to reckon with, something to reckon with. What, uh, talking about small forwards, um, I'm going to go to our next question from Tony Valdez. He asked, uh, can Kevin Durant or Kawhi Leonard beat LeBron in all in the all time? I think I think he meant the all time small forward list. Um, what do you think about that, Prashanta? Sorry, I think I think that it's possible, but I think that it right now it depends on like what happens for the rest of their career, because I think all three of those guys have still have, I think, uh, probably like years left in their career. You know, LeBron kind of had like a weird season last year where he got injured and they missed the playoffs the first time for him in a while, all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. But like, I think that like his career, he's still showing this year that he still has a lot left in the tank. He's probably going to end up, yeah, he's probably going to end up being like the second in MVP after Giannis this year, right? So, I mean, like, you know, he's mm. he still has a lot left to, I think, do over the rest of his career. I think, uh, I think, um, KD and Kawhi, I think they still have obviously a lot left in their career, but I think that for Kawhi, if he can win a championship with the uh, with the Clippers this year, I think that could put him in the con- conversation potentially, but I think that LeBron has just done it for longer, you know, stuff like that. I think LeBron has been successful for much longer. That potentially is like what could like what sets him apart for me. And then the other thing with KD is like 
I think it's possible with him too, but ultimately, I think that what's really, you know, and this is like, I don't know whether this is a good metric or not, but I think that the way he won the championship with the Warriors has left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth, and people just think that he joined on to a team that was already a contender, rather than, you know, building a contender for himself. So, you know, if he does end up doing, if he does end up like building a contender for himself and maybe winning a couple of championships in Brooklyn there, you know, I think that maybe he could do that too, but, you know, ultimately, I I think that it's uh, I think that it's possible but you know we kind of just I, I you know this is kind of a coward answer I guess that it's possible that you know we ultimately <laughs> won't know until like the end of their career and ultimately at the end of the day I personally expect LeBron to be ahead of them once their careers are over okay so this is a loaded question for me because you know how I feel but I'm gonna I'm keep it very objective okay Prashanta I'm gonna keep it very objective so I feel there's, I feel that they can, but at two things in two situations in two different ways. A, KD has to win four. He will have to win four, two in Brooklyn, because he faced against LeBron and beat him one-on-one. LeBron took it the first time when he was a baby, but since uh, KD came of age, put a little weight, his game came to him, KD and I'm gonna be real with you. KD owned LeBron when he was a baby too. He averaged thirty like thirty two points when he was with Oklahoma City in that finals against the Heat. And so and on and we could and you and me could definitely debate. But you you we the fans know how we feel about James Harden. You know that he didn't even show up for that finals. I, I there was a there was like a missing James Harden like APB out because I could not find him in the finals when he yeah, was. Yeah, he was on some OKC. Miami milk cartons that year, man, for sure. Yeah, yeah he he definitely. He was. And so I feel like KD one-on-one matchup-wise got LeBron number. And so I feel like if legitimately, if Kevin Durant wins two more, but he has to win two more, not with the powerhouse team. Like you said, he has to do it in Brooklyn. He has to do it with Brooklyn. And with Kyrie Irving being there and him showing he could do the same thing in the East with with Kyrie, and he has to do it back-to-back. He has to do it back to back. There's no way Kevin Durant could go like uh, win a final unless he stays in the finals and he lose like three and win two with Brooklyn. Then I'll put him up there with Le- LeBron. Now for Kawhi, Kawhi's a different story. He would have to win two more consecutively, also back to back, and it could be with the Clippers. It could be with the Clippers and another team. Why Kawhi could take it with just going to th- four NBA finals? Or five NBA finals and went in, uh, wait, let's see. He won two, so that makes three right now. So five and went in four or whatever. If he gets four also and out of five, but was MVP both every single time. And then also he went to a different team. He's not chasing a super good team. The Clippers were number eight last year. They weren't number one. And so him going in Toronto, no matter what. Ah, uh, man, he literally told them that they needed to get Paul George, man. They, that, that team paid <laughs> away like 10 first-round picks and a really promising young point guard for him. Man. I'm not buying that. You know, the, once you've done all that for Paul George and they traded for Marcus Morris this year and all that stuff, that's not a that's not some sort of like weird, like, you know. Team but he anymore, wasn't man. guaranteed there to are, there get aren't, Paul George. There aren't. There aren't really super teams anymore, man. Now like, the new thing is like duos, I guess. Now everyone has duos Back to now. Duos. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George is as good a duo as anyone he, else, man. So I, I don't buy this oh, no super team. No, 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 no. He's on as good no, a team. No, no, but anyone they else. were. They were. I'm just saying he didn't go to like LeBron, knowing that the thing about it, it wasn't guaranteed. LeBron went to a team that literally missed the playoffs, man. What like, squad? LeBron went what to squad? The Lakers, who were once the worst team, team, worst teams in the league. What squad? What squad? When they had Kyrie and he made sure Kevin Love was going to go ahead and do that. No, I mean to the Lakers. Oh, to the Lakers, but he, but Magic Johnson, yeah. uh, but Magic, he knew there was a contingency. Johnson didn't do anything. He knew Magic there was a Johnson plan. Johnson was so bad at his job, he quit. He quit, and then the Lakers. Cut I'm him. telling you right now, you're just being defensive right now. I'm telling you right now, if Kawhi sits there and wins two championships on two separate teams and runs the league, the thing about LeBron, I can give this to LeBron. He is somebody that at in his prime, you can pretty much in a weak East. 
Okay, you could pretty much guarantee you that was going to go to the finals. The thing about LeBron, he was never dangerous enough where he was the big bad guy. Kawhi is standing as the big bad guy in everybody's way right now. If Kawhi wins the championship this year, and I don't care if they want to say it's asterisk, whatever. If he goes back and run that back again that year, he's beating LeBron because he is the bad guy. Le uh, Kawhi becomes the bad guy. He's the guy that you have to beat to win a championship. He's stopping people from winning finals now. If he wins two more, he's stopping people from doing it. And he's very still much young. I think Kawhi, I don't know, Prashanta, I think you know better than this. Isn't Kawhi like 28, 29? What is he? He's, he's uh, I think he might be like 30 or something like that. He was a little older as a rookie, I think. He spent a couple of years in college. Yeah. He wasn't like a 18 or 19-year-old when he came out. And it's been 2011, I think, was his rookie year. So I think it's been like almost a decade now for him. But yeah, like either like late 20s or very early 30s for him. Okay, like yeah. So I feel like if Kawhi, you know, run that back like twice or he gets two ten or three championships in the next five years or so, I I think he will. It's only it's only because just, okay, this is the best way I could describe it. And, there, and this is not me hating. Jerry West was a really, really good ball player. Like Jerry West was no joke. He's the logo for Christ's sake. You know, but where do you rank Jerry West in all time shooting guards? You don't rank him there with Jordan. You don't rank him with Kobe. You don't even rank him there with Dwayne Wade. And you, and what was what's Jerry's record? He has one championship with the seventy two Lakers, I believe. I think that's when um uh that one guy. I'm sorry if I'm being mean, but he retired that same year and they won a championship. Was it Oscar Robertson? Was it Oscar Robertson? Elgin Baylor. Elgin Baylor. Elgin Baylor. Elgin Baylor. Elgin Baylor. Yeah. <laughs> Elgin Baylor. Yeah, and he got one. But how many finals did Jerry West go to? Wasn't it like six or seven? And he won lost every single time. So he's just a distant memory. And so and he has one finals. And then he even won a, a finals MVP losing in the finals. And so it's like, I feel like just like how time goes by, you know, the errors change and all that kind of stuff. And then you look back at LeBron's record, regardless of the fact he might have four MVPs, three uh, season MVPs, but it's still, his record right now is three and nine or three and six. And so I think that makes a difference for when you come against Kawhi and it shows four or five with the dominating against LeBron. And so I think that's and with a lesser team. And so I just feel like I just feel like it can happen. Again, I, I, it's, man, it's a far I, shot. It's not a lesser team. It, it's it's a, lesser a lesser team, team, sir. The Clippers are a better team. I will, then the Miami I will, Heat? You, then the Miami no, Heat in 2012? I mean, then the I mean, then the Lakers right now. Oh, yeah, of it's course. It's a better team of than course. the Lakers yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, I give you that. Yeah. Yeah. I, you can, yeah, we can't compare this team to that team because they're not playing. You know, they're not going to be able to play against each other. So, mm. you know, obviously we can't do that. So, you know, I'm just saying right now in the situations, yeah, if I was LeBron, I would I would happily switch, switch situations with Kawhi. And if I was Kawhi, I would switch situations with LeBron. Kawhi is in a better team and a better situation right now. I do agree with what you're saying, though. I think that if Kawhi was able to win a couple championships in the next couple years, he would literally have more rings than LeBron if he won two more. So, you know, that would put him ahead of LeBron in that for me. So, yeah, I would agree with and that. he's a better he defensive two, player, too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He's a better defensive player and all that. But I think that uh, I think that ultimately, like, you know, these are things that are very difficult. And LeBron, all of those guys have accomplished a lot over they the years. And, th you know, they're all going to be considered probably three of the top five small forwards of all time as long as their continues con careers continue on this trajectory, yeah. I guess. You know, this wasn't one of the questions, but, you know, there's been a lot of debate, I guess, with the last dance over whether uh, KD or MJ is the greatest scorer of all time, right? So... I think, you know, maybe we can talk about that a little bit. Where do you come down to on that? I think I know where you're going to go, man. But where do you come down to? <sighs> you on my... Okay, wait. <laughs> wait, Prashana. You, this was not talked about in the in the briefing before we got on this show. Okay. Um, he hit me with one, y'all. Okay, so who's the better scorer, KD or... Michael Jordan, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, or Kevin Durant. Scoring-wise, mm. the thing about it, Kevin Durant's like seven foot with like an eight-two wingspan, and he could literally score whenever, however he wants to. And so, and then Jordan, in his peak of his powers, was unstoppable jump shooting and going to the room and i think that's where kd kind of lacks you know with this smaller wiry frame 
And so by fuck that. Michael Jordan, bro. <laughs> like by a long shot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I would have to sit there and go with Michael Jordan. Um and it's not nostalgia. It's not, you know, uh, how you know me living back in the past and Mark Jordan just a, a better scorer I'm sorry KD's done a lot and KD could score he has a, a very farther range of scoring to where he could pull up from 30 and make it look like it's water going down the going down the net but Michael Jordan is a more efficient scorer I guess you could say and he his buckets come in a variety of different ways to where I feel like if Kevin Durant had more muscle and was a little bit more ferocious with it he probably could challenge Jordan in that angle but I I, I can't give it to Kevin Durant right now maybe next year when Kevin Durant just starts scoring bonkers you know he could go bonkers then yeah you know we could have that discussion what, what do you think about it I agree with you, man, mostly. I, I don't think that it's by a long shot necessarily. I think that it's a little closer than what you're saying. But, yeah, I think MJ is a better scorer just because I think he had this, like, amazing ability to just put the ball in the bucket no matter what. And, you know, he'd had to deal with all these crazy situations. And, you know, being fouled the way he was, playing that, like, you know, slow style of pace where teams would sometimes struggle, they score 90 points. You know, did you see that score, that finals game score where they scored, like, 50, where the Jazz scored, like, 50-something points in the finals? Yes. Yes, I did. That, that's just disgusting. That's just disgusting <laughs> to me, man. Like, what are you? Ta- what are you talking about? What are you doing? That's not even. You're not even like real competition at that point. Like, uh, like you know, I think like a like a probably like a good like really good college level program probably could have put up fifty points in the finals just by like shooting and stuff. You know, I don't. I, how do you put up fifty points, man, as a team in the finals? No, it makes no sense. But you know, I think that even in that era, MJ was scoring like thirty five points a game. He was someone who's yeah. scoring thirty points a game. You know, per year, like consistently in that era, man. I think in this current era, people joke about it a lot, but I think that you know something like forty points a game would be in range for him just because he would be taking more threes. It's easier to score now in this era. So you know, I definitely agree that while uh, KD might be a little more versatile in terms of you know his height makes him a little more versatile. He can you know he's he plays in this era, so he does shoot more threes and stuff like that. I think that ultimately I would go with Jordan, but you know it's a little closer. For me. I I just I just how I see it how i see it is that in 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 kobe's prime when kobe was you know you, you i mean he was beating his team but you wasn't being kobe one-on-one you know what i'm saying in his prime he was unstoppable like you couldn't stop him like there was nothing you could do you could drive him left he's going to score left you could put him right he's going to go right if you if you plug one hole with kobe he'll find another way to score now he is the watered down version of the guy that we're talking about and so if you couldn't stop him that guy there's no way you're stopping michael jordan in this era and yeah of course he was going um, they say 40 yeah of course he would if james harden come on prashanta james harden could average <laughs> i'm telling you michael jordan could easily go for 40 with the tenacity the the ambition the just sheer fire because those one there's because the thing about jordan that LeBron doesn't have. Kobe didn't have this either. Jordan makes up enemies in his head. And so the way that the way that the media goes around with social media saying, oh, this person's better, this person's person, oh, this person got this person. I feel Jordan will have something in his bulletin board in his head every single game. Every single game. And so I feel like he would take it to every player that every media person would be like, oh, well, I don't know. Maybe LeBron is maybe the better or maybe or maybe Giannis or maybe, you know, Kevin Durant or Kawhi. Jordan would show you why he was the best. I mean, he was heading his shoulders over everybody else in the 80s. And that's when they were playing physical. I just feel like he would just have that just like, okay, you think yeah, they're better? Let me show you. I mean, I here's the numbers. Like, honestly, I don't know if you guys, you guys was probably been around when Jordan was like doing this. You guys seen the last dance? They downplayed Jordan too. And you would hear this in the finals. Jordan scores 42 points. He has 11 rebounds and seven assists in the win. Or Jordan goes for 45. You would hear that all the time. And so... You know, in the big games, it's not just the, you know, just the regular season games. It was the big games. Jordan's assist time, I think he's five-time assist time, like, season MVP. I'm telling you guys, can't nobody scratch Jordan right now. The only person I feel that could actually catch Jordan, just sheer, just legacy and everything else, because he's still young. 
And he has, if he develops a jump shot, that will literally make him the most unstoppable player of all time. And that's Giannis Antetokounmpo. And I told you guys that a long time ago. If Giannis develops a jump shot, he will challenge Jordan. He would challenge Jordan because he already has the, the fire. He has the will. He has the strength. He has that nasty mentality where he don't want to play with nobody else during the summertime. He will challenge for that position if he develops a consistent jump shot. Yeah, I, I agree with you, man. And so I guess we can talk about the last dance a little bit here. Um, you know, I thought the, the last two episodes were kind of like not super like um, – what do you call them? They weren't as like interesting. I thought. I thought definitely the peak of it for me was like last week, episode seven and eight, seeing all the personal stuff about him because this stuff was kind of more like I feel like stuff that you know people already knew about. It wasn't a lot of personal stuff in there. I thought it was really funny how they included his kids for like four seconds each or something like that. You know, <laughs> that was really funny. We hate Utah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that ultimately, like, for me, what it kind of showed was that, like, and especially with, like, the fact that they didn't show, like, the end of his career in, like, Washington and all that stuff, and the fact that ultimately, you know, he went out like this, you know, he went out really well two times, but the way he ultimately finally went out, you know, he he was still doing the same stuff in terms of, you know, he was getting on his teammates and all that stuff. He was still, you know, being like that harsh guy and all that stuff. He was still being the, I'm Michael Jordan and, you know, I can do whatever I want and, you know, I'm going to, you know, yell at and curse and bully my teammates, all that stuff, whatever I want, right? But he still, he wasn't able to translate that into success there. So I think that personally, to me, it almost seemed like, this there it almost seemed like kind of like you know while it does make me appreciate him more as a player it kind of almost makes me think like the documentary is supposed to be like propaganda for him or something like that you know because you know it didn't show like the kind of like the fall you know and i think the fall would have been really interesting to see you know because the fall of a guy who's been just great and dominated his entire career and seeing the way that he just kind of like i think seeing the way that he kind of like ultimately realizes that he is human and he like kind of like doesn't isn't able to do that anymore i think that would have been really interesting to see but i think that ultimately this thing was more interested in kind of like myth making i guess and mythologizing him so that's what i kind of thought of it at the end what did you think man? i think that um it was a good showcase i felt like i'm gonna be real with you i love mike but in this showcase nobody else's story like i know that a lot of people say like well scotty said what he said on the camera that could be taken out of context you know Scotty could have said, you know, I, if I go back, I wouldn't change anything about what happened because it made me who I am today. But they just cut out that part. Just say, if I go back, I could, I could, I want to change it. I wouldn't change anything. And they cut it off right then and there. You know what I'm saying? It's all about certain perspectives. I feel like, I feel like it's still underplayed Jordan. Like, I felt like the beginning really showed everybody. Like, Jordan was like, y'all must have forgot. You know, you feel me? Like, he was like, yeah, y'all must, hey, they, they limited me to seven minutes. And this is how much I put up. You know, I feel like the first couple episodes, it kind of slowed down. It picked back up, like how you said. And then kind of just, you know, like you say, the down, the downfall, it's really, really. Um, this is the thing. I'm going to tell you something. I get upset when they say LeBron James has sustained a level of, uh, um, of heightened longevity in his career more than Jordan. And LeBron is 36 this year. Michael retired, I think I think we talked about this, I think he was 35 and whatever, almost 36 that year when he won the championship. And so, yeah, I don't think that really, like, he, like, oh, my, well, this, no, I just feel like Mike is a good, he's a really good player. I really do, I really did enjoy him. Um, I enjoyed every player that was at the apex of their careers, you know? Even Amari Stoudemire, you know, <laughs> you know, when you did you, hey, I meant to ask you that. I know this is off topic, but did you, did you, do you feel Carmelo Anthony messed over Amari Stoudemire's career by going to New York? Because Amari was an MVP candidate that year, if you do remember, Prashanta. No. No, I think that ultimately what really messed up his career was the fact that he got injured. And I think that, like, his injuries were always kind of going to catch up with him. First of all, because the Knicks are cursed again, you know, so that team, you know, signing with that team or getting to that team really doesn't do anything good for your career. But I think that Amare, ultimately, he was dealing with injuries even before. Like he signed with the Knicks, and that ultimately, I think that his injuries are really what kind of like, ter- like, basically, like, turned his career to the 
weight that it is now where I think he plays in Israel or something like that yeah. now, right? So, yeah, I think that, like, ultimately that is what undid his career more than Gamelo because I think that ultimately, like, he is someone who's been, like, a... He's someone who's, like, a... He's a professional, you know? He wants to win, and I'm sure they wanted that bright stage or whatever, but, you know, that team was doing well when him and Melo were playing together for the limited time that they got to, unfortunately, because of Amari's injuries. So, yeah, ultimately, I think that it would have been, like... I, I ultimately don't think, think that the injury is more more of a part of that than Melo. On, but, and, yeah. and the thing about it, and to answer your question directly, honestly, I don't want to hear about the last dance no more. I'm sorry. I liked it for a while just to, like, for Jordan to, like, let you know what he was about. But, like I said, for somebody that read books, you know, read Jordan's books, read Kobe's books, read all these other players' books and did all that, it's like it really wasn't anything I didn't know. Like, you came in, and when you came in uh, – before the last dance, you knew Michael Jordan was the greatest of all time. You left out thinking Jordan was the greatest of all time. Nothing changed. The only, the only change that you really seen is that everybody hates Isaiah Thomas now. And everybody questions Scottie Pippen's heart. And everybody thinks Horace Grant is a snitch. Oh. Oh, and also, oh, and also, funnily, I guess people just dislike Carl Malone too. They didn't even have an interview with him, I think, <laughs> like that. Carl Malone, I don't know if we want to go into this, man. Do it. There's some like weird and like creepy stories about Carl Malone, man. So I don't know. Maybe they just thought that that would be like, I don't know. Maybe they just didn't want to interview him for that for whatever reason. But yeah, like I thought that was funny. So you know, people have been talking about what's going to be the next Last Dance. So I don't know. Have you ever seen Narcos? Yes, I have. So, you know, uh, so kind of a spoiler, I guess, for Narcos, but you know how at the, at the end of season two, Pablo dies, right? And yes. then the next season focuses on the Cali cartel, right? Yes. So I think that a way that they could emulate that with this is the next one be about the Spurs, right? Where it's about not like the individual guy, but kind of about like almost this team as like a corporation almost, you know, where this team kind of like, I think the Spurs were probably the biggest dynasty after the Bulls, right? I mean, that's Fuck that no. one. What then? Who the Lakers? You would guess. Yeah, I guess you would say. Yes, but I mean, like the Spurs. I mean, I guess that the Spurs did it after the Lakers, though, is a thing for me. The Spurs won it after the Lakers too. Like they won that title before the Lakers, and they won it after the Lakers. Right? They won their first title before the Lakers, before Shaq and Kobe won their first one, and they won their last title after Kobe won his last one. So mm-hmm. kind of that's that that's personally how i felt yeah but 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 they they never went back to and i think that Mm -hmm. i think that would be sorry you know uh, you can go ahead once i finish no no go ahead (laughs) yeah you know once uh, i think that would be interesting to just kind of see like the rise and fall of that team you know the way they start off with you know david robinson he gets injured you draft him duncan he ends up becoming one of the greatest of all time you know eventually that team builds up you get guys in the second round like manu ginobili and tony parker and stuff like that you know you get those guys in there and eventually you draft Kawhi. he gets in there you run one with him eventually those guys retire Kawhi ends up leaving i think that there's really interesting arc to that and you know kind of like you would be able to get a lot of perspective from that too and you'd be able to go into a lot of nba history I think you'd have a lot of interesting stuff from there. And personally, like for now, what I think that like shouldn't be done immediately with with Kobe is unfortunately because of his death that what I think would happen is that people will I think that because his death is so recent and so tragic, I think that people would kind of like kind of like maybe like skate over like some of the flaws or some of the personal stuff. I don't think you would see a lot of that in that in uh, Kobe or like a Lakers type of documentary like soon right so I think we still need a little bit of time more like as like a basketball watching community or whatever to process all that stuff before we can like properly really like account for him like you know and the way that he was a human ultimately flaws and everything else right because ultimately what happened with him has kind of put him at a level where people are kind of like don't really want to say anything negative about him and i think that ultimately like to get a real portrait of someone you need to know everything about them so i think that that's why at the moment like for me i think the spurs would be the most interesting one what do you think i think okay you might have a point on you know just the rise and fall of the spurs uh but i don't think they're like the second like how you compare like you like with after the bulls it's the spurs but the spurs never went back to back and so for me, and they had that really long layover between those championships. And so I, I, I would like to, you know, be a nice little like, you know, documentary on, you know, I think for the Spurs, it would have to kind of be like uh, player based specific Tim Duncan. 
you know, because you can't go just off of just straight like players, 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 or, you know, just the group entirety. Maybe uh, Greg Pop, maybe Pop could do it. But because they never won back to back and they did have those layoffs in between. And honestly, I'm going to be real with you. This is going to sound really jacked up. Two of those Spurs like championships. I mean, you never take away them getting in there and doing what they have to do. One was in a shortened lockout season. And the second one was against uh, baby LeBron. You know what I'm saying? That we can see like a baby LeBron with like, you know, he LeBron brought like two combs, I, a partridge I, and a pear tree in 2007. I ultimately, I ultimately, you know, I think we kind of have a disagreement about that stuff, man, because I ultimately think that you can't control who you play against. You know, you can't control. Those are factors that they couldn't control or anything like that. You know, uh, you know, the Spurs weren't like, let's have a lockout in a short let's season. The Spurs weren't like, you know, LeBron come out of the East or whatever. You're, you know, you haven't won anything yet and we're going to just going to, you know, destroy you pretty much in the finals. So, you know, they didn't have control over that and you know ultimately you kind of have to do the best in the circumstances that you're given in sports and hey they took advantage of those circumstances and while I do agree with you that they never won back-to-back ultimately they did win five and you know the Lakers won back-to-back but they have five too so you know it's the same amount ultimately it, it was is. done a little different but with so. a better star yeah. and that was more like more polarizing and way more records so that's why I think the Lakers would take the take on that but what you said about the Kobe thing I mean this is the thing. Like people could say negative about Kobe, but the only thing you could really say negative about Kobe was the whole Colorado incident, because that was pretty- there was that, and there was also I think kind of like I think at the I think even at the end of his career, you know, people were like you know the way he was like talking to his teammates and stuff like that, et cetera, et cetera, and people were like even like the way the difference between like the way people talk about MJ right and the people talk away about Kobe right they were doing a lot of similar stuff in terms of cursing out their teammates, oh yeah 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 stuff, but but see but right? see, they were doing a lot of similar stuff right yeah. but the way that people talk about Kobe now I think because of his unfortunate death was that like people talk about it like oh it's a funny story or oh it's just Kobe or something like that right mm-hmm. so I think that but it is funny I, people I, kind of like but I've see always... it more people kind of have like a glowing halo around him right now right I just because of the cir- uh, because, because of the it's untimely death yeah but i yeah, but this is what exactly. i feel but so I, I think feel, that you can't really get an honest point no i just know i just want to think no the thing about kobe and this is where everybody messed up is that thing about it is kobe never was hide who he is and let his pr sit there and cover who he is like i said the one biggest thing he ever flubbed, messed up was that colorado ordeal uh apologized to his wife publicly and it was a spectacle and kobe never cooperated with the writers and the reporters which is why they looked down on him and never was really a, for him at that point. He wasn't just like, oh, in your face, whatever, because he took it from Mike. Now, the whole point about Kobe cursing out the teammates, making them stronger, I don't care about that because, honestly, Mike did the same exact thing, whatever. But let's not get into how stars... Yeah, but, you know, Mike made his teammates stronger. Kobe Kobe was cursing out his teammates and getting them to, like, 18 and 20 wins and get, getting, like... The at the end of his career, right? But then, yeah, at the end of his career. At the end of his career, did Kobe... Did, yeah. did Kobe we have Scottie Pippen, did Kobe have Phil Jackson? Did Kobe yeah, had did Kobe like, had those I mean, Hall of Famers? And then when I think about it, did he did he not have all pretty much rookies on that squad when Jordan had the oldest team in the league that he was cursing out still? Yeah. Yeah, that team was garbage, man. But, like, yeah, that team was, like, the teams that he was cursing out and stuff like that. Like, the way that, like, I don't know, man. Even that stuff, like, I think, I think... See, I kind of disagree with you on that stuff where I think that during his playing career, I don't think that Kobe was like uh, completely like true to himself in that way. You know, I think that Kobe is a very different personality than MJ in terms of like, I don't think he is someone who's naturally like barking orders and yelling at people and stuff like that. The way I think he like pursued like stuff after basketball, he's much more relaxed. He's much more interested in other things. He's much more, he doesn't have that singular obsessive focus that MJ does. I think that he just wanted to be like MJ. MJ so much and he wanted to achieve greatness like that so much that that's what he thought he had to do over his career yeah he did that would be really yeah I think that would be a really interesting the angle to maybe take it you know and look at a guy who kind of like you know kind of had to like turn up a certain part of his personality and act a certain way even if that wasn't like naturally mm-hmm. who he was because you I know, look at what he's doing after basketball right yeah you know, yeah but Kobe was getting into like you know fashion type of stuff yeah I guess. yeah Kobe yeah, was yeah I get into, like yeah, movies I, and all that stuff I get that I think that would be an interesting yeah yeah I get that out. but when you go on to 
to Kobe about that, I don't think he's putting on a facade. There's ways where he's relaxed outside of basketball, and then there are ways that he wasn't. Now, you could say at the end of his career he did that, but let me, and I correct you about this all the time, you always say LeBron do, does more with less. No, Kobe did more with less, and he took two teams to the to, uh He took three, he took one team to three NBA finals, two championships with less players on his squad. You could say, you could talk about, oh, Lamar Odom, sits man of the year, whatever, whatever. And Paul Gasol was a perennial all-star, but Paul Gasol was nothing in Memphis. And then Lamar Odom was Paul anything. Gasol was already an all-star in Memphis, man. Come on. No, 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 Paul no. Paul, if if you put, if you rank Paul Gasol with the, among the top uh, power force, where does he land on your book? Don't worry. I'll I, wait. I don't know, man. Exactly. I, and then let's go, and then let's go to Scottie Pippen. Where does Scottie Pippen land on your book on top small forwards? Maybe top ten easily. Where do you rank? Du- yeah, where right. where do you rank Dwayne Wade and your top shooting guards? Maybe top ten easily. Where does Chris Bosh fall right there with Paul Gasol? Right, but at least LeBron did have Dwayne Wade. Let's put Kyrie up there with the best ball handlers of all time. And if he stands up to his potential, he's not one of the Kyrie is not one of the greatest point guards of all. time. He's the best ball handler. He's a nice ball handler and, and all that. And sure and score. If, if Kyrie score, if Kyrie has another championship, you will be singing a different song. You would I definitely mean, be singing he, a different song. I mean, I don't think he will ultimately. I don't think he with will. With KD? So, you know, yeah, I think that ultimately that, that relationship is too going to be falling Really tumultuous? Yeah, because, I cannot wait to see yeah, that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think those guys are just too emotional. I think that those guys are just too emotional. And I think that you need ultimately like a stabilizing type of force for them. For both of those guys, you know, yeah. Kyrie had LeBron and... Uh, KD hit stuff and stuff like that to like kind of balance those guys. Okay, out. But, but none the, I think two nonetheless, guys like that, nonetheless, isn't gonna work out. nonetheless, Kobe did more with less. He did more or less because he actually won a championship with that squad. And so, and you can't name any of the players out of uh, Sasha Vujicic, Shannon Brown, Jordan Farmar, uh, Luke Walton. Like these players were not I mean, these. He had he had a Metal World Peace Ron Artest on that team. The they second, players, no, man. the first, the first championship that he won, he had Trevor Ariza. And Trevor Ariza has been a yeah. Dub. Trevor Ariza is a good player, man. Trevor Ariza is a good. Where does he? Where, where where does he rank, sir? Where does he rank man, top small fours man, of all time? He was time? like the fifth player on that team. What, what, a baby Trevor Ariza on LeBron's. Yeah, he was like the fifth player on that team. Where does the fifth player on LeBron's team rank? You know who's who? Mo Williams. He uh, did their same career pretty much. Trevor Ariza ain't do nothing. Mo Williams ain't do nothing. I mean, yeah. So exactly. So you can't like say. But like, Kobe won have... a championship though. LeBron didn't. So Kobe did yeah, more with less. What are you talking about? LeBron did. LeBron did win a championship. No, not no, not with the not with the scrub squad. Not with the scrub I put, squad. I would put that Cavs squad and the Lakers squad about similar. I would put Pau Gasol and and Kyrie on a similar level. No, you can't do that. Yes. No. Yeah, I, that's what that's what I consider them as. I consider them as like good, like so. Damon Jones went in the three point cancel. shootout that year. Mo Williams being an actual all star. Andrew Verja being on the uh, third all time all defensive team that time. You're saying that that squad didn't have anybody at that point because they did no. have somebody. Get that's Prashanta, get out of here, bro. Okay, long story short, those guys were only good because they played with. What have, what have those guys ever done outside of playing? What did the Lakers do? What did Pakistan do? Paul Gasol was like an all-star in Memphis too, man. Prashanta, I will slap the dog. <laughs> Prashanta, you better stop. Prashanta is a joke. We don't need to. We don't need to go over this. Okay, is so funny. Yeah, I think I think Kobe versus LeBron. Yeah, the, yeah, we, yeah. The, maybe, we'll pick that. Maybe up. a little. Maybe a little Two preview for Jonathan yeah. there and his question. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to ultimately. You guys, that you guys, see what happens when we do Kobe and LeBron. You see what happens. <laughs> like it's bad, but yeah, I just think um, honestly. I long story short. I do tip, you know, all my hats off to every single superstar in their era that held the NBA up. I do give everybody reverence because when Kobe went down, LeBron did pick up the mantle and he might not have been winning the finals, but he was in the finals and he gave somebody, you know, he gave us that 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 narrative that he's chasing something. And I appreciate that. So I will never not say like, okay, well, LeBron didn't hold it down when Kobe went down. But uh, I will always say the Kobe, when he was in his prime and for those years, that whole decade, he was the best player of that decade. You say Tim Duncan and you mean debate against that, whatever. But yeah, that was a good little thing. Last dance, uh, Mike, you know, again, Mike greatest before, Mike greatest after, Giannis, my catch. Uh, but you know, you know who I'm really, really thinking about after watching the last dance? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm really, yeah, go ahead, man. I'm really thinking about Luca. Hmm. Well, why is that? I'm really thinking about Luca because I feel Larry Bird don't get his just due, and I feel Luca has the 
the the the momentum, the rolling momentum to be better than Larry Bird and actually get the recognition for it. I think Larry Bird gets his due, man, to be honest. I think that, you know, everyone, I think that I ranked him as one of the great top 10. I, I forget exactly where because, you know, that was weeks ago. I ranked him somewhere in my top 10. I think a lot of people rank him in their top 10. And I think that Larry Bird does get his due ultimately. And I think that Luca, I mean, you are right with that comparison, you know, big 6'9", 6'8", 6'9", guy who can shoot and pass and all that stuff. I think that's a very good comparison for him. And so... Like, what do you think that Luca can be ultimately in his career? I mean, we've had this discussion before, I guess, but I think around that, like, Larry Bird type of player is, with, like, his ultimate peak, I think. If you Luca, know, I think, uh, if Luca could just sit there, if if Luca just be himself and does everything like what he's been doing the last couple, uh, his last, you know, his rookie season, his sophomore season, I feel Luca could be astronomically, like, I think he could be the, the and this goes very far, it, it, you know, there's a lot of things that have to play into play, like Giannis has to suck and just fall. If Giannis lose another freaking conference finals, he's taking off my list that could be Jordan. You know why? Because there's, I mean, Jordan went like six years without winning the title, but then once he got there, that was it. You know what I'm saying? So uh, Giannis has, like, I'd give Giannis about two more years, bro, two more years, and he better develop that jump shot. But Luca. Luca, if Giannis doesn't do good, and then if Zion slows down, and if John Morant doesn't be John Morant, and you know he just kind of like that, he's kind of like a Damian Lillard character. You know, Damian, he's really good, but they can never get out that first round or second round. Uh, if ja, I think that's how Jaw is. If he doesn't get support, Luca could do it. I think Luca has a supporting cast. I think Luca has an owner that cares about I- the players. So. To be to be honest, man, uh, not to interrupt you or anything, mm-hmm. but I really believe in uh, Jaw's supporting cast, man. Jaron Jackson Jr. is one of my favorite like young big men in the league. Brandon Clark, I really like him. He had, they have some couple of nice wings, Kyle Anderson, Justin Winslow, um, you know Dylan Brooks. You know those guys are all pretty young, and I think that they can grow together. But I I really like the way that the Grizzlies have put that team together, man. That's one of my favorite young teams for sure. Okay, good. Well, I know we're getting up to that hour mark, so we're gonna do a quick speed round and round them off. You guys, I re I. I I don't know about you, Prashanta, but I really did love the questions. It did give us. Yeah, some, we we it was yeah really we really appreciate it, guys. So yeah, we shout out to Jonathan, Trevor, and Tony for your great questions. Uh, you know, keep it coming, guys. Again, steroids are good. Podcast at gmail.com. Great questions. Pretty much, you guys were pretty much the engine of this episode. So exactly. Again, yeah. Again, so you know, we want to keep uh, you know answering you guys' questions, engaging with you guys, all that stuff. So yeah, please uh, send us those questions, and we'll be able to start uh, you know having some good engagement there. So um, yeah, Lo, so let's go ahead into some quicker stuff then. Then uh, you do you get to uh, do you get a chance to catch any of the soccer games over the weekend? I've seen or? two soccer games. Yay! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> I miss it's sports. weird, man. It's weird, man. I miss I missed watching sports, and uh-huh. uh, you know it was very entertaining. But it was just weird to see them in like you know without any like fans there cheering them yeah. and, and stuff like that. Yeah. It was weird to not see them do their celebrations. You know, celebrations are obviously like a big part of soccer, where they go dancing around every time they score a goal and stuff like that. That was a little weird to see. But you know, I think that ultimately, like, it can work, and it showed that it can work without fans, right? Yes. It's not like wrestling or something where it looks like almost comedic because in wrestling you're like kind of like playing up to the fans and being like yeah hey, get a hell yeah or whatever right? <laughs> yeah that's, yeah that's my wrestling impression yeah. i guess i i <laughs> I, 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 I like watching i think i think any pretty much any sport besides um wrestling which is not really a real sport but um and i you know i even though golf is single playing you know it's kind of like a mental aspect i think golf needs the fans too though I really do think golf needs the fans. Like you could watch them and whatever, and I think it would be very intriguing. But it's the roar of the crowd that gets you behind them. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, but I feel like sports. You know, even if they have no crowds, to get give us our sports brag. You know, people need jobs. People need you know something to look at. Um, I think that they could do it. Just uh, just make sure not to take the test from like real workers and hospitals and stuff. That people that really need it. And I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah, man. June 1st is apparently when the league is, like, starting to, like, might be, like, a start of, like, official, like, starting mandatory practices and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting, man. If we could get, like, games by the end of June or middle of June or something like that, that would be fun, man. That would be fun to see. So I, I'm very hopeful about that for the NBA that we might start getting it back. Talking about sports, what about the Major League Baseball? <laughs> Nothing <laughs> much happening there, man, to be honest, <laughs> unfortunately. Just you know? spoil brats, if, if, I think. I mean, that's if, it. 
if if uh, baseball was going on right now, I'd be, I mean, I'd be watching it. But you know, they're having their own weird thing about how many games to play and what compensation is going to be given up and all that stuff. So I don't know. Hopefully, you know, I'm a generally plural labor and pro player person, so hopefully they work out a deal that works well for the players. So I don't know. Well, you guys, I think that's our fire questions right now. You guys' questions built this episode. So just to let you know, we're really looking, looking forward to seeing more questions for next week. You know, if you want to diverse it up from us, I know me and Prashant to go in anywhere into sports. I know we tease baseball and certain sports, but we actually do watch these things, you guys. It's just not as intriguing. Also, if you guys want to ask us about stuff that's like not sports, I mean, we can go into that a little bit too, I guess. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean... Uh, yeah, you know, uh, we can talk about like movies or TV or whatever we're watching or stuff like that. Music, I don't know, whatever you guys are interested in asking us about, you can go ahead and ask us that. So yeah, um, that's pretty much it for us, I guess. Do you have anything else to add, Doug? Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Leave comments, leave likes, and what's that email again? One more time, Prashanta. Steroids are good. Podcast at gmail Thank you, sir. You guys have a good night. So I just wanted to actually oh. say uh, Dexter Dexter's wedding, uh, s- sorry, sister is actually getting married. So congratulations to her. Congratulations to your family, man. Good best wishes there. So, thank yeah. you. Thank uh, you, sir. Have a good, have a good, uh, have a good time there. You know, have a good week, everyone. Stay safe, stay healthy, all that stuff. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.